You're listening to Unfolding Stories, a podcast dedicated to true stories of God's work in people's lives as told by the people who experience them. Today's testimony comes from Andrew, a man for whom God was always there, but discovered a real relationship with the Lord when God illuminated the right path for him after years of self-destructive tendencies. Here, Andrew explains how God was in constant pursuit of him and how he finally began his relationship with his loving creator. Hi, I'm Andrew, and this is my unfolding story. I come from humble beginnings, and my parents did all they could to provide me with every opportunity to succeed. Neither of my parents would let my sister or I get away with not saying please or thank you. We would attend church, say grace before dinner, prayers before bed. God was in my life, but I didn't fully know him. I grew up active, participated in sports, played games in the yard, and had sleepovers with my friends. I was a good student with decent grades. I made the high honor roll and even earned that prized possession of a bumper sticker proclaiming this. My athletic career was also blessed. I was the leading running back my freshman year, and by my junior year, I was a star on the football team. As my popularity around campus grew, the student body voted me to the homecoming court all four years of high school. Amid what I imagine was a life that many kids would have dreamt of, my struggles truly began. I look back and think that perhaps if I had known God was to thank for all that I was blessed with, would my life have been different? In addition to my success in football and in the classroom, I fell in love for the very first time. I really felt like I had it all, but In reality, I was losing touch with who I was and letting destructive things penetrate my life. I was drawn to the party scene. I felt I had an image to uphold. I was a popular kid, and the popular kids, well, they go to parties. I drank beer, I tried recreational drugs, I experimented with sex, and eventually led me to cheat on my girlfriend. I was lost. I didn't know who I really was. Although I was presented with scholarships from schools to play football, I decided that going to a larger university was the best path for me academically, or so I told myself. But being honest, I wanted a larger school, not for the academics, but for the parties and the women. I was accepted to the University of Illinois in in the summer of 2003. I began college. I entered school with the ambition of becoming a doctor, but it wasn't long before I found more fun in the social scene. I was partying with my fraternity, meeting girls, and blowing off classes to hang out at bars and go to parties. My grades in college were drastically affected by this. I'd have a decent semester, followed by a poor one. I scored well on many of these tests and quizzes, but my attendance in class was low often missing assignments needed for higher grades. It began to affect me, and problems were to get worse before they got better. 
I started fighting in bars to release my anger and also my discontentment. God was all but forgotten. I was aware I had problems, but my life was so empty. I had nobody to pray to, no God to believe in that could get me through this. I said I was fine and I made excuses for my challenges, saying I was just having fun. But the truth is, I was spiraling further. After graduating from college, I started to get my life together. It took a DUI, an arrest for fighting, and wrecking my car while under the influence, but I eventually found solid footing. And in 2012, I landed at a company that I absolutely loved. This was the place that I saw myself spending the rest of my career. I flourished as a member of the inside sales team. I thought I was going to climb the corporate ladder and I now had new aspirations of becoming that company's top producing sales executive. At this company, my mind began to shift toward God. Christianity was very alive throughout this organization. I developed relationships with people who placed God at the very center of everything that they did. And these people, they were so incredible. They were fun, they were confident, they made me laugh, we played sports together, and with the exception of faith, we shared so many similarities. But all this wasn't enough to get me to go to church, and hence came yet another downfall. I was crushing it at work, so much so that I won the company's highly coveted Rookie of the Year award. It made me so happy. And crucially, it also overwhelmed me at the same time. It was that night that the old me once again resurfaced. I celebrated this award with my colleagues and partied hard all night long. Some of the company's executives were made aware of it, but given the circumstances, they gave me a pass. With the award, I also won a trip to Florence, Italy. Another amazing highlight in my life, and of course, yet another setback. I drank, I celebrated, I crossed the line, and I drank so much that I fell into and broke a $3,000 statue. The last straw then came on a night where once again the entire sales force had gathered for our sales meeting. At this point, I felt I learned my lesson and really focused on changing my behavior. I drank less and did not let alcohol influence my decisions. I was in a cab with a couple of my teammates and talking with our Afghan cab driver. I asked him just some questions about him and his country and he was happy to share about it. My buddy then shot off a remark that seemed to offend our driver. The man was defensive, started raising his voice and became very hostile. We had arrived at our hotel and the driver got out of the cab, yelling at us, screaming at us, and then even reaching into his jacket pocket. Given this man's erratic behavior, this startled me a bit, and I thought at this point that he was actually reaching for a gun. And I believed I was defending us when I took a swing at him, which sent the man flailing and his cell phone flying from his hands. Apparently, we had frightened him to the point that he was about to call the police on us. At this point, it was just too late. Many members of the company were around and in the hotel lobby, and by the next morning, everyone knew about the incident. I was fired, and my dreams 
had imploded. I knew I needed help at this point, and I felt that call screaming loudly from God. With no other place to turn, I went to church. My mom was attending regularly at this point, and finally, after having her ask me so many times before, I said, yeah, I'll go with you. This is where life began to change. This church was such a welcome place. The people were like me, they dressed like me, and cared about the same things that I cared about. They were just like the Christians I had met at my former job. So I began attending church on a regular basis, and through prayer and scripture, I began to let God in. I started to open up my heart, and I accepted Jesus. I cannot say that my life has totally changed, but I now have a focus, a guiding light, an inner peace. I know that I cannot do this life on my own. Without prayer, the center of my life will begin to deviate again and I'll lose myself. I've been put here on this earth by God and I am still working so hard to discover my purpose. There are so many books and podcasts and speakers that talk about how to be successful and they help you reach these new levels, but every time I reached a new height, I'd fall back. I'd never developed the skills to sustain or how to respond to this type of success. Reflecting on my moments of fiasco, it seemed that each one of them occurred after some level of success. As great as they all were, I became uncomfortable. These were levels of success on the football field and in the classroom and at work that I didn't feel I was worthy of. And the new pressures, the attention and the responsibility, all that came with it, instead of embracing them, I would press the reset button. I knew how to get what I wanted, but I just couldn't seem to figure out how to maintain it. I have God now, and I have my faith. I have prayer and a relationship with Christ and have an ever-growing network of people in my life that will help me achieve. Now I believe that when success is achieved, I will be confident in moving forward. There is no doubt I will stumble along the way. It's going to happen. But as this new season in my life takes shape, I am no longer afraid. I embrace these challenges and am excited to see what the future holds now that my footing is firm. Andrew is so happy to have finally found his identity in Christ. He strives to discover every day as much as he can about God, his faith, his purpose, and how we can walk more closely with Jesus. If you need support with placing your trust in Jesus, visit our website at unfoldingfaithblog.com where you'll find lots of resources for answering the big questions we all have and ways in which to invite Jesus into your heart. That's unfoldingfaithblog.com You've been listening to Unfolding Stories. Episode notes, transcripts and a picture of today's speaker can be found at our website, unfoldingstories.org. Our sincere thanks go to all those who have volunteered to tell their story and share it with the world. 
and to you for listening and supporting this ministry. Unfolding Stories is an original podcast and ministry from Unfolding Faith and Tyndale House Publishers, one of the world's largest independent Christian publishing houses. To explore Christianity and many of the big questions we all have, visit Unfolding Faith at unfoldingfaithblog.com. That's unfoldingfaithblog.com. Please join us in the next episode of Unfolding Stories for more inspiring and relatable real-life testimony. Do you have a question, suggestion or story you'd like to share with the team at Unfolding Stories? Email us your thoughts at unfoldingfaithmail at gmail.com.